everything's friends, family, and followers. My name is Angela. My name is Pam. And my name is Edwin. And you're listening to episode 75 of Dungeons, Dinings, and Dorks. Well, yeah. Uh, Ooh, welcome dorks. back, everybody. We're glad to have you here, as always. Uh, glad that those of you who have been around for a while, we're glad you're still around. And those who are just starting to listen, we're glad you've given us a, given us a chance. <laughs> Holly's <laughs> nice. We appreciate you. Yeah, welcome back to another episode. <laughs> so, oh, what a week, you know, this whole entire week has been just like draining and it's so freaking cold in Minnesota right now, like it's it's almost the end of March and it was like it was six so nice. degrees was it, last in week the was morning so nice, though. and it was like, it, like it barely got above freezing here, like this snow is never going to end. Seriously, people who listen to this in other places, I know, I know, you you know, I know Canadians, you know, like, uh, like, <laughs> like, you don't know what that is. You know, no, I mean, seriously. We, we get the leftover weather from Saskatchewan. We do get Thank the you. leftover weather <laughs> from Saskatchewan. And seriously, if I have to shovel one more time... <laughs> In, You're going to shake your fist at the nearest cloud. I'm just gonna shovel. I'm just gonna shovel. I'm just gonna like freaking melt, melt, <laughs> and because there's no more shoveling. It's just well, I don't know. I don't know if you guys know, but there is a huge like snow mountain in Eden Prairie that has made its rounds like throughout like the media's. I seen that mountain. <laughs> the one the with mount- the with the target the one with top the target cart. Yeah, I, I don't know why they call it the Target... Well, I guess because there's a Target cart, but it's actually in front of a JCPenney's. Yeah. <laughs> well, you it's know. called Target because of the cart thing. The thing is, though, that cart is kind of... Does a disappearing and reappearing act. It's, yeah, I'm sure someone's, someone's, <laughs> some guard is going up there, taking it down, and then some, some you know, schmo is going up there, putting a cart back up there. I mean... <laughs> But hey, at least we made it to social media for that. Uh, <laughs> I, hope that's, I don't know if that's a good thing. But uh, hey, at least we're not ending up like Florida, man. That's true. At least we're not ending up like Florida, yeah. man. Lord. I haven't heard. I haven't seen Minnesota, man. So let's I mean, just hope we don't have a Minnesota, man. I mean, lately, I will. Uh, yes, I will admit this weather. I mean, before this freeze, um, this weather was beautiful. Like, I was able to go out and walk a lot. And speaking of walking. Yes. Yes. I'm trying I'm trying to get more into shape, trying to get myself healthy and ready for the warmer months. Just getting ready for the, the Philippines. Well, sh- <laughs> <laughs> but like... I think the easiest way to for me to actually get into being more active is to not make it so apparently so. And one big way of doing that is through apps. Of yep. course. There's an app yeah. for that. There are many apps for that. And in fact, thanks to that, uh, I think it was like two episodes ago, we mentioned about Niantic's um, Peridot? newest app. Peridot? 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 
Is it Peridot? I don't know. I think what it's getting called Peridot. Oh, I thought it was Peridot. Well, Peridot is the gemstone, but I think it's being called Peridot. Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, anyway, if you haven't checked it out, I mean, go check it out. But the Niantix, what was it? Was it the original app yeah. that they designed? I'm pretty sure that's the original. Which one? Um, Peridot? No, no, no. No, no, Ingress. Ingress, yeah. Ingress, yeah. yes. So one of my friends got me hooked on it. And now I am now walking. Yep. I am now hacking portals. I am now <laughs> gathering stuff. Have you actually successfully hacked a portal? Because every time I played that game, it was practically next to impossible because it was just like surrounded by like I don't the know opposite what it was. color. The opposite color or something. Yeah. Yeah, it was and the opposite team. We were surrounded yeah. by stuff. It was oh, like we word. were living back in the we that were was, living back in the apartment. Yeah, and back in uh, yeah. Yeah. Were you team blue or team green? Gosh, I don't remember. I oh, think we were team green and we were team surrounded green, by blue. Blue? Yeah. Oh, okay. See, and, I'm the opposite. I'm team blue. And where I work, the whole entire area is green. <laughs> so oh, wow. I'm like, I have to level up myself first. This is how once... old this is how old this game is. Okay? This is how old Ingress is. I was playing this with my Evo 4G. Okay? <laughs> My, my, gosh, my, uh, oh gosh, I even forgot what, who made that freaking phone. Um, um, but that's how old this game is. Like, this is like during like the beginnings of, of, uh, of like Android phones, like back in like the world of like, was a cupcake? <laughs> I mean, so didn't, didn't Niantic kind of help out? Like construct the concept of Google Maps. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised because, I mean, they pretty much did a really good job, like inlaying like these things into like a, into a um, you know an augmented reality. Oh yeah. So I I do think there was some partnering with Google Maps. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, all, all these portals are located in significantly. <laughs> Like location specific uh, yeah. spots. I just still remember. Was... I just still remember like talking about Ingress during the time, and it's like, I wonder if I have that in my phone, you know. And some one guy with a with a with an Apple iPhone four, I think it was, or five. I was like, oh, see if the, what's not in the App Store? I'm like, uh, you know. <laughs> uh, there's one. There's one that doesn't exist on the freaking App Store. I love you. I love you guys. I mean, don't worry, God. Like, I'm not. A, I'm an agnostic now <laughs> when it comes to iPhone versus Android. So, I'm not really. But I thought that was just funny because that doesn't get heard of very much. Whereas, doesn't something doesn't get put on an iPhone that's actually on Android? So, oh, interesting. <laughs> so, anyway, I so I'm using Ingress uh, for uh, location. So this is based off you've gathered stuff yep like for the distance. There's another app that I tried thanks to Nicole and for those listeners you might have remembered Nicole she guested in Oh, that was a while one back. or two of our ep- past yeah. episodes. Um she and I were out at 
a restaurant and we decided to just walk back and through our hanging out we decided to try this app called fitness rpg what is that it, it it's a so <laughs> so it's your typical rpg kind of like final fantasy you have a couple of characters they do special stuff and all but the quickest way to um level them up so that they are more powerful is through steps so you link it either through your fitbit or smartwatch or something else and the more you steps you take the more they give you these i think coins or something yeah. and you use those coins to help them level up okay that, yeah, I think that's, I mean, that I, I sounds intrigued. I, I, that's intriguing. I mean, it is intriguing. I mean, I mean, here's the thing. I, I play a lot of Pokemon Go, especially when I'm logging. There's mm-hmm. one disadvantage to Pokemon Go when you're using it as a fitness thing, right? And po- Niantic does run Pokemon Go. In fact, it's very similar to Ingress in many, many yes. ways. Um, but the one thing I can't stand about Pokemon Go, especially when you're walking a lot, right? Yeah. Is that you walk if you walk a lot and you're if and it's tied to your like your smartwatch, you run out of bag space real quick. Because it's mm-hmm. gonna like, oh, you walked like so and so many kilometers. Here's twenty Pokeballs that you know <laughs> that will fill up your bag. Oh, there is like a bunch of like, and if you're like the one that a person who walks and like stops, you know, once in a while to, to get like Pokemon, then your, your Pokemon bag storage, whatever Pokemon the heck. Storage. Yeah. Pokemon storage gets filled up real quick. Okay. Edwin, do mm. I need to go through your Pokemon storage again? I probably because, <laughs> because seriously, like I'm, I am like. It's one of those banes, like, especially from last year when I was walking a lot, you know, that it would just fill up. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, do I really, I don't know what this, sometimes I would just not play Pokemon. I'll just like walk because it's just too much, it's too much to handle sometimes. I don't know if like, uh, fitness RPG is the same way or, you know, like. There's like a limitation to it because like he wants you to buy more storage or whatever the heck you know or um it's only if you um you complete certain quests and you could easily loot it and you get other coin not the same coins as the steps other mm-hmm. coin to buy gear that's where the storage I could see be overtaken your steps are solely to uh level up your characters level up stats let's put it that way does it does it does it but you have to be walking can't be like i'm gonna go on a 100 mile bike ride and the the thing is though it's linked to my (laughs) fitbit yeah if your fitbit registers something as a step Mm -hmm. it will register on the app okay so So you have to be walking or jogging Uh, See, there are times when, like, I'm not doing either. Like, I'm at work, and I'm if I'm doing a lot of arm movements, mm-hmm. it will sometimes mistake those arm movements as it's steps. a step. Oh, yeah. 
Right. Man, that means that like marathon runners are just gonna kill on this game. <laughs> that is, <laughs> I'm just, into that. I mean, that'd be interesting. Running a marathon and playing these like, apps. Yeah, it's like I want to level up my character. Here we go, twenty six point three miles or whatever the heck it is. <laughs> and also, oh look, there's the portal. Let me switch to ingress. <laughs> yeah. Whereas there's people like me where um, step counters for me don't always count the, my steps. I guess I don't. Yeah. I guess I don't have a much enough motion when I walk, or something, because it's it oh, just weird. not always count myself. We can like, we can generally um, guess, especially the the park that we have a we have a walking trail like like just kitty corner from our house, and oh yeah, that is a portal too. Yeah, ex- I know it is, <laughs> and um. We can generally guess how many how many like miles that is just because we've measured it. Yeah, hmm. but like so. um, but Edwin, uh, when we were in Vegas and we did all that walking, it was not registering all my steps. I looked at yeah. the step counter and you would tell yeah, me what your step that. step counter read, yeah. and mine should reach much read much higher because I have to take a lot more steps to keep up with you. Yeah, and it was way lower. It was way low. That was Vegas. Vegas is like the walking capital of the world, it seems like. Especially <laughs> especially this trip. Pro tip, get a rascal scooter in Vegas. <laughs> That's a pro tip. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, That's yeah, cool. that's what I've been doing. Um, I, might, I might try oh, that game, by the way, because I'm, I'm really intrigued one? by it. The fitness RPG. I mean, you can... Um, uh, it, it's very solo based. Um, there are there are uh, like PvP stuff, but that we don't do that PvP I'll let you figure out. <laughs> and if you ever get back to Ingress, let me know. We can't be friends or whatever, but <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, if you're, you're, if you're you... for the green team. We can't be friends. Uh, we can't be friends. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, I, that portal that's next to your house. It'll be blue and then green and then blue and then green. <laughs> that sounds like the Pokestop stop at my at one of the the places I work at. One of the places I work at. It goes yellow, yellow, red, yellow, red, yellow, red. <laughs> Guess I who think, the red I think, is? <laughs> I think most people are green because I think that's the team that you start out with. Yeah. So, but so if if it makes you feel any better, green is still winning, winning, quote unquote. With population wise, I don't know anything Stop. about like <laughs> area wise. I mean, blue is still losing. Is that was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all for the underdog. Anyway, <laughs> Angela, yeah, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, right what now I'm, I'm, I'm crocheting. I'm trying to finish a scarf that I'm working on. And um, I had to take a bunch out because I goofed up and somehow ended up with like. It suddenly ended up two stitches narrower at one point. I I have I have no idea how that happened. And then all anyway. of a sudden there's spaghetti in the in the on the couch that mysteriously looks like yarn. That's because it is yarn. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I've been doing some crochet lately again, but uh, what I've also been doing lately is I've been recovering from a cold. Oh no! Yeah, what makes that even more frustrating is at work. I had 
a very important uh, client that I can't actually talk about. <laughs> and I knew I had a project coming from them. And because I was the one kind of talking over the the logistics and the issues, it had to go to me. So here I am, sick as a dog, and stressing out because my non-disclosure agreement client has something coming my way. And it is so frustrating <laughs> to have customers with non-disclosure agreements because I can't talk openly about it. I can say, hey, I'm under NDA, but I can't say with who or what or why. Just, <laughs> it's a non-disclosure agreement. Yep. yep. I, and I, I was never here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, this, my work is quite similar um, yeah, and I, with that. I can talk about it after a certain point, but I can't show pictures of what I did. Like, I can't post pictures publicly for what I did because that's considered promoting myself. I... Yeah. And I... Yeah. So, like... I remember one of your NDAs. I remember that one of your NDAs, like, you were just, like, watching, watching like, a show, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, I guess I can talk about it now. <laughs> <laughs> what I like about... You know, I, I, well, I don't know. I, for me, for NDAs, uh, NDAs at my work, like I'm not allowed to talk about it. I'm not allowed to take pictures of it. However, if I do find a certain thing in a certain place of retail, I like, I like, I like a sense of pride comes over me. Like I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I. I saw it before it hit the shelves or something like that. And I think Angela so, does the and, same and, thing. And sometimes it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. This certain thing is coming out. Okay then. And so I don't promote it. I can't promote it. But it's more like the whole this thing is coming out. I'm gonna keep an eye on it. And when it when it does, he 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 he. I remember like one time like. And it was like watching something and like on on her phone and it's like like one of the things that she she worked on it was like I made that <laughs> No no it wasn't I made that is I made the stuff for the crew. Yeah, or something. Like it was just it was just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, their people are wearing my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, NDAs are just like one of those things I feel like it's... It's like, I get it, but every time someone says I can't talk about it, I can't I can't mention it, I can't, so it's like... Okay, 007. It, it, <laughs> it is so frustrating, especially when it's for a, a property that you really, yeah. really like. And then it's like, here you are, ready to burst with fangirlism! And you can't tell anybody yeah. why you're squealing. She's like right she's yeah. like reading about an NDA about one of her projects that's NDA on her computer. She's working from home. It's like and she tells like I can't talk about it. It's an NDA. I'm like, oh, is that message gonna self-destruct in ten seconds too? And I think <laughs> I think there was one time where like 
Edwin was like trying to make it into a guessing game. Yes. Yep. But either way, Anne was like, I can't <laughs> confirm nor deny. Yep, I can neither confirm nor deny. Asking, is this your customer? I can neither confirm nor deny. Is this your customer? I can neither confirm nor deny. Finally, watch it, Edwin. She has she needle has a, sticks. <laughs> she has needle sticks. She's got burner. She's gonna have a burner phone here at one point. She's gonna have a. She's just gonna have like these like like late night rendezvous in a park, you know, in a garage somewhere, picking up her NDA. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! It's, it, I'll, I'll be delivering the. I'll, I'll oh, be she's delivering. gonna be delivering. She's gonna deliver the merchandise. Yeah, I gotta deliver the. <laughs> I gotta deliver the merchandise. My wife is. My wife is. Uh, the secret agent man. Oh. Secret agent man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, water. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to wear a mustache during the drop-off just so I can be Secret Agent Man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> hey, Pam. Anyway, uh, yes. Would it would handlebars or one of those Wild West droopy-down mustaches work better for me? What do you think? Yes. <laughs> you just need, you just need like a, like a... Like a quasi nineteen seventy two mustache with a black, and then you gotta wear a black coat and a, a black fedora hat with a trench coat. <laughs> yeah, and then just like mis- just sit in the corner of a garage, like or stand in the corner of a of a uh, parking garage. So it is. No, I need to stand <laughs> under a street light with a with mysterious like shadow thing over. <laughs> no, no, no! I I need to get myself a trench coat and a fedora and and one of those. Really thin mustaches, yeah. and I need to stand under a street light. There you go. There you go. Yeah. And you must have someone take the picture in black and white. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's got to be some kind of like a like a like a noir film. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. Okay, Edwin. <laughs> yes. Your turn. What have you been up to? Well, recently, actually before this, here's the thing. Before I went on, we, we started recording this episode, I was downstairs in my, in my, uh, in my study and trying to install Elden Ring because Elden Ring just got an update. Elden Ring just got ray tracing. Okay. And if anybody doesn't know what ray tracing is, let's just say it, it makes it makes things look even better, even more beautiful, even more more realistic in a it, sense. It makes lighting make sense. It makes lighting make sense in, in video games. Now, here's the thing, right? Remember back in the day, I don't know if anybody who listens to this has ever played video games back in the 90s. You know when you sort of like took that like casino gamble over at a Best Buy when you bought a game and... You sort of cross your fingers and if like the game would actually work on your computer. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> you know? You're gonna spend oh, I'm gonna spend forty dollars on the latest oh I don't know. The latest crisis game or whatever, or the latest like Unreal tournament game. And you go home and you find out that this video card is not supported by 
by this game or it just won't run because it didn't have enough memory or your freaking processor was was not up to snuff okay so i thought i was done with that crap back in the 90s but no it just happened to me today i run a rtx 2070 i thought that was like one of the like a really good car you know a pretty good card even today's standards right it's an rtx surely it will run ray tracing because that's what that card was built on was ray tracing no it failed it failed it it didn't even give me it didn't even give me an error message it didn't even give me like your card sucks message you know <laughs> or or your computer you know get a better computer message none of that right I, would, I even went into like the computer logs and just said, you know, it gave me like a memory write error. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. Seriously? I go back into the game. I turn off ray tracing. Guess what? The game works beautifully. Hmm. Yes. Freaking ray Look tracing. But <laughs> I thought I was done with this. I thought I was done with this. That that was all in the past. Edwin is mad. That was, that was like something from the days of a fledgling computer gaming me, you know? No, it, <laughs> it's still happening. It's still freaking happening. I was reading those. It's more, it's happening again. It's happening again. I was reading the release notes for this patch that would, that, that added rate the add ray tracing guess what minimum specs requirement an rtx 3070 okay a card that's a year old seriously a card that costs like what like a thousand dollars great this this is why i'm still like maybe i should just go back to like getting a ps5 to play elden ring because this is the kind of crap that i hate i hate about computer gaming you know, it's just, uh, it's like, stop it. Freaking, <laughs> freaking from software. Stop ruining gaming life. Okay. <laughs> just stop it. Like you already make a game that's impossible to beat for me. <laughs> so. So you heard it here. <laughs> Edwin struggles with Elden Ring. Yeah, and not because I'm <laughs> playing Elden Ring. Elden Ring. I'm struggling for Elden Ring because I can't get ray tracing to work because I don't have the ray card. Jeez. Like, I just, uh Next thing you know, it's like, oh, yeah, you don't have the right, like, microchip or whatever, or, like, right processor. You don't have enough RAM. Remember that? And you had to go beg your parents to get you a new video card or a, video, or a new computer, and they weren't going to have it because... Because computers is for school. Am I getting too deep? <laughs> Am I getting too deep? Yeah. Anyways. For, for those school. of you who is trying to run Elden Ring, that's the reason why. You need an RTX 3070. If you don't have an RTX 3070, if you're like my boat who has like the generation previous to the 3070, guess what? Welcome to the club. We've got some jackets made. We've got some patches made. <laughs> You know, it's, it's, it's back. Edwin, I'm not making your jacket. All right. So that's, other than that, (laughs) the week's been good. The week's been fine. You know, I'm tired of the snow. I'm tired of, uh, 
I need I need spring to come and I'm uh, six degrees in, in in late March it's it's not good so. <laughs> yeah I'm I would definitely felt the cold this morning actually and I'm like oh I don't think a walk is gonna happen today <laughs> some days you gotta make that call yeah which is fine so Pam apparently has something to tell us I think this is where we shut up and listen yeah that is the purpose of this meeting ladies and gentlemen for a nationwide campaign by you to demand by law such compulsory education all right Pam tell us okay yeah so I'm hungry <laughs> and it's not just now um I'm always hungry for like all these different restaurants. We are a foodie podcast. Mm-hmm. So um, I also am very big with going to concerts. I went to a concert not too long ago at over at Excel. That's in St. Paul. Ooh. It was the Muse and Evanescence concert. That was, that was fun. Um. However, I noticed that there was a restaurant that's in the corner that I heard was closing at the end of April. Huh? And I don't know if either of you know this. It's not Mancini's, is it? No. Oh gosh, freaking if Mancini's closes, I'm gonna die. It's um, it's Eagle Street Grill, and oh. it's kind of kitty corner to the XL Energy, and it hit this news hit me hard because it's kind of like this tradition for me that before or after a concert i go to a concert or or any event uh at an excel i usually swing by eagle street to grab really? like a burger or 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 even just fries for a huh. snack um it kind of it kind of did uh, it kind of was my personal concert tradition. Nice. Uh, so when I heard that it was closing, I was sad. Um, and, you know, with how things are with, you know, food industry right now. Yeah. With COVID, inflation, supply chains, um, staffing shortages. A lot of these restaurants that we hold dear um are going away just yeah they just can't they yeah. just can't uh, keep up with this huge change yeah. so and it's quite sad for me for eagle that's eagle street grill is closing um i don't know if i'm able to swing by just for this one 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 less hurrah. this last time <laughs> yeah but um the reason why i like that it's 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 a it's a like kind of like historical bar that looks kind of like as if you were walking into like a mob old like, yeah. oh, like an old mob like old plenty, yeah there's plenty of places in st paul that's like that <laughs> For crazy yeah reason right well, but it was it was it was cool and it, yeah i'm sad <laughs> that is sad i mean one of my one of my favorite uh i, I remember one of my favorite restaurants um, I like to go to closed quite, quite, quite a while back. It was Shea Colette's in the Sofitel. And Edwin took me there once I, I on took, a date. I took Angela there once on a date. Ooh. 
I've taken plenty of friends there because it was like the only bonafide French restaurant in the city during at the time. And this is where I, it's the base. Let, let me put it this way. It is, it was a restaurant that, that wanted me, that, that, that made me want to like cook like for real was that restaurant because everything that I've tasted there was so good. It was something unique. Given the fact that during that time when I when I discovered that place, I was more in tune to like the Perkins because of my buddies or the Chinese <laughs> the random Chinese restaurant that my parents usually go to, you know. But this was like a place that uh, a friend of mine took me, and I just like fell in love with the place. Um, and when the Sofitel closed and turned into a like another, I don't know another like another hotel um Shea Colette's and La Fogas was there's the next door they both closed and yeah. I was kind of devastated and but um because I think you and I had been planning on eventually going back going there back and- it wasn't the cheapest place you know mm-hmm. but it was certainly one of the best places I've ever eaten um um, that was the first time I ever tasted like a proper cocoa van. That was the first place I ever tasted a proper pechamel. I a creme brulee. That was like the first place I ever tasted that. It was like all these like really traditional like French bistro food. Fruity memories. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, I I I took culinary classes in college because of that freaking place. You know, like I wanted to learn how to do all that stuff, and. Fun fact, like currently now, the person that we just hired as one of the deli department at your uh, work, yeah, managers, intern at Shea Colette's. And I can't wait. I wonder if he's like gonna, you know, step <laughs> up your food, step up the food and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> And I talk to him all the time, and it's like I tell him, like that was one of my best. That was one of my favorite restaurants to go to. I was so sad when that place closed. Aww. You know, and he 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 interned there after like like after the last time I went there. But I tell him like he remembers like all the food that they were doing. They told him he told me they were doing it traditionally. They were doing it like French bistro style over there, which really put the mark up for me. But yeah, I get you. When you go to a place that you absolutely love and they close, oh my gosh, that's like. Now I know how the you know how the English feels when the, when their favorite pub closes. You know, <laughs> they take it. Yeah, they take it, their pubs seriously oh, over there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now that we've heard sad things about food, Pam, give us some good news. So yes, one restaurant closes. However, there are. That means that there are opportunities for other restaurants to pop up. In fact, I actually do have two that are moving into the lovely Mall of America. Sadly, it's neither of them are Jollibee's. Oh my gosh, we- I'm not interested. <laughs> yes, you are. Just wait, just wait. We will have our time, Edwin. But for now, <laughs> um, so there, are the so one of the two that are. Is uh, opening in Mall America is Master Noodle. Ah, okay. Go on. So Master Noodle, I believe, is uh, located in St. Paul. I think. Yeah. Which, 
what kind of what kind of noodles do they do? I'm curious. Like like hand pulled noodles. Good. Mm. That's good. That's that's the proper way of doing it. Okay. So once is, you have it, once you've tried hand pulled noodles, you're never gonna go back to ramen. Okay. I, I, so are these? <laughs> is this like a an ethnic uh, cuisine or? So it's um it's a it's so these are Chinese okay. hand pulled noodles. Yeah. They also do other stuff like dumplings and rice bowls. <gasps> I'll go. Um, it's located in um the original spot is actually on University Avenue, which is like. Foodie Central. Oh. Um, yeah, there's some really nice, good restaurants nice. there. Yep, it's uh, yep, and um, so that spot is casual, easygoing. I don't know what uh, if they're gonna aim for the same thing in the Mall of America, but this is a big deal because, as far as I know, that's the only spot that Master Noodle is currently at, and seeing you know a local restaurant expand to the mall of america which that would have is, your that is a big deal that's a big deal that is a big deal okay that's another exi- that's exciting yep. to me. i just have to say something about about hand pulled noodles angela and i went to las vegas you know and we tried hand pulled noodles at that one place that the noodle the, den the noodle den yep i gotta tell you freaking hand pulled noodles Everything just seems bland at that point. Like, <laughs> like every like you you open up a if you like go to a to like a like a noodle shop, you know that you know they just they don't do hand pull or they don't make like homemade like like fresh noodles. Mm-hmm. It's it's not like there's a big night and day difference, you know, <laughs> and. Edwin is find, hungry. If we can find a hand pulled noodle place, you know, like where you can see the the guy was sitting there like in the window, like freaking like whipping it up and like smacking on the on the counter and everything. It is something <laughs> it's it is one of those things where you gotta try it at least once in your lifetime to find a, a hand pulled noodle place. You know? Yeah. But and you know, I I personally have not. I don't think yeah. I have. But I mean, this is a potential for a future episode. Oh heck yeah! I didn't know this place <laughs> existed. Master Noodle. Master Noodle. Yeah, we're putting it on the list. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So but- go on the list. The other, the other store that's uh, the, the other restaurant that is going to Mall of America. It's called. I'm sorry if I'm saying the name wrong. Vitali's Cafe. It's spelled V V as in Victor I T. A L I apostrophe S Cafe. Vitali. Vitali's, Vitali's ca- Cafe. So the original uh, spot is located in the Hyatt Minneapolis on Nicollet Mall. Um, mm. Let's see here. I'm, I'm in their webpage right now. They say that it is a kosher dairy cafe offering a fusion of fresh homemade cuisine. Um, a fusion I, of fresh homemade cuisine. What's the I, other? I'm just going through their menu right oh. now, and I am seeing a bunch of uh, like salads, uh, sandwiches, mm. crepes. Mm. Uh, they even have a build-your-own pizza. Mm. Um, so there's like a smattering of different kinds because crepes 
You got a little French there, pizza. You got a little Naples there. I hope it's Neapolitan pizza. <laughs> oh, that I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, um, it seems like a very like cozy setting from what I'm seeing. So, okay, I'm, I'm excited for those ones. How cozy is it going to be if it's at the Mall of America? Well, true. <laughs> that's, that's my... Hang on, hang on. Let's let's be fair, because there are some some restaurants in the Mall of America where they do try to go for a cozier feel to them. They try. And um, just a little highlight on the fact that it is kosher, because I know that Passover is coming. Yes. So it's coming in a week for those that celebrate that. There's a little something for you. There you go. To try. There you go. And assume another another restaurant on the to try list. Yes. 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 <laughs> speaking so of kosher, like, yeah. Speaking of kosher places, you know what I just thought of? Mm. Best time to go to uh, this one restaurant, Crossroads Deli. You know, I went there last In, year. Yeah, during <laughs> during Passover. Holy crap! You know that those. I mean. They're doing something special during Passover. Tell I me. tried, I tried their popovers, <laughs> and that was the first time I had popovers. And I could see why. I could see why it's a big deal. Very big deal. And I tried their matzo ball soup. <sighs> that one was good. I need to go there, Angela. We need to go there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, I did not object to that. <laughs> should we direct our attention to non-foods? Maybe non-foods. We probably should. Considering uh, those who are listening are probably getting very hungry now as well. <laughs> Edwin, you better be feeding me after this. <laughs> probably. Right. Okay, so what's next? We've we've got Pam. You wanted to talk about a movie. Yes. A movie. Movie. Okay, I don't have a singer for this, so we will do. We will do. This. <laughs> okay, Pam, what's the... So, not only are we a foodie podcast, but we are very big with Dungeons and Dragons. Hence the Dungeons and... part of our title. Well, right. Yeah. And also, <laughs> the a big, huge movie is coming out uh, this weekend at... Um, it's the new Dungeons and Dragons movie, which I, for one, am excited to see. Like I watched the, you know, the couple trailers of it, and yes, it's there are some campy scenes, but isn't that true to any Dungeons and Dragons session? <laughs> what yeah. camping scenes? Cabin campy, campy, like, like cheesy, campy, just like <laughs> dorks. Those kind of scenes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh, you laughed at that? You're a dork. Well, you laughed at it too. Yeah, that's because I'm a dork. Did either of you watch the other Dungeons and Dragons movie? The you one that the was one released? Back? Huh? Are you talking about the one with, uh, like, Amin Hotep from The Mummy? That one? I think. I think it, all I know is that there I, was a Dungeons and Dragons movie that was made before this. I bought it, but for some reason I never watched it. I think Edwin I, ended up I watching it. I watched it. I watched it. Uh oh. Uh oh. 
fine. I, it's not the greatest. It's fine. Like I've, I mean, it was entertaining, but it wasn't. I mean, I would, I would, I would definitely if if uh, I wouldn't def, I would definitely not make a movie critic watch it. How's that? <laughs> well, okay. Well, how about this? Like, Edwin, you've seen the trailers of the new one, right? No, I haven't actually. Oh wow! I haven't. Yeah, okay. surprise, surprise! I haven't. Okay. And you know, I okay. I, I I gotta say, I gotta say, sorry, uh, yeah. but I gotta say, I saw the first trailer, and I started fangirling because it's like there's some classic elements that show up, even just in the trailer, and it's like, holy cow, they included it! They included it! They included it! Is this the one that is this the one that uh oh what's his name the that celebrity no was it the celebrity oh. that's like like really big into the guy who owns the death saves like merchandise uh that we were talking about last one he was a uh, one of the celebrities I forgot his name <laughs> i forgot his name it just popped out of my head are you talking so, are you talking manchego no that's cheese <laughs> you're not talking matt mercer are you no the other one no, he's got. You're not like, talking Vin Diesel. No, no, but he had he did play with Vin Diesel. One point. I, I don't know if he did anything to this movie. I, I wonder if he was the one who I, wrote it because I know he was like writing a thing. Um, Honor IMDb. Among Thieves. Who's got IMDb? Dungeons Hold and on, Dragons on, Honor Among up. Thieves. I'm seeing it right now. It's up. It's up. <clears throat> and writers. All I know is yeah. that he's not part of the cast. No, I thought he was writing it. Jonathan Goldstein, John Francis Daly, Michael Gilio. Yeah, so no, not Gilio. Yeah, I don't know. So nope, I don't see his name anywhere around here. Wow, that's surprising. Well, <laughs> well you know what floors me about this whole like movie? Even people that have zero interest in the Dungeons and Dragons game or have like absolutely zero knowledge of the game but they know that it's associated by a game mm-hmm. they still want to watch it Hugh and Grant's it, in this? What? Hugh Grant is in this? Apparently Oh my gosh <laughs> But it, that's I think that's what you know we need because Dungeons and Dragons are often associated with just a bunch of people of rolling dice and socially awkward making individuals poor decisions. making poor decisions <laughs> making poor decisions obviously we were supposed to go to the sea rather than the mountains poor decisions <laughs> that was not a poor decision <laughs> Well, we will never know. That is our session, by the way. <laughs> so we won't know until we actually... That's part of that game I will is say, over with. I will say something. I'm watching like clips of this movie, and it's like... It's like, geez, Captain Kirk really went into the... Uh, into the uh, hologram room, or whatever the heck that place is called, and on the Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? But I, I'm excited but, to see it. But I like how when you watch it, I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, you have the bard, you have the rogue, you have mm. la 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 la. But there are also like undeniable elements of D and D in there. Owlbears. 
Displacer beasts. Yes, I'm pretty sure that there's going to be maybe a mimic there, most likely. Probably. There better be a mimic. Gelatinous cube. Well, you know, I'm kind of looking at the names of these characters, you know, like Edgen, Holga, Hank, Doric, you know, and they got... What's Hank doing there? No, and then you got <laughs> Simon. <laughs> Those are humans. <laughs> or, I don't know. Simon. Okay. I will have you know that uh, it, outside of, of the the quest that I ran for you for our group at home, I tend to create NPCs with really dull names. Yeah, you do. I, yeah. Like, play by post, there's... I've got NPCs. Uh, there's... One named Sunny, one named Sandy, there's Peggy, Paul, uh, there's, there's an Eladrin with a really long name that just goes by Al. Al. <laughs> that works. Like, well, I had a Bob in my campaign. Yeah. Because there has to be a Bob in, in yeah, campaign. So, like, I, I give these characters really just kind of extremely normal names so and it's just ridiculous in a, in a fantasy setting so so for those of us that are kind of veteran like D&D players and DMers if we ever come across like one with a plain name like Steve or Jack or something would that be a cue that the DM is most likely in their impromptu uh, phase? Not necessarily. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, but the, for me, when when uh, I give a character a completely normal name, mm -hmm. that's me signaling that it's not meant to be a person. A person, perpetuating character, person of importance. <laughs> yeah, so like there in the play-by-post that I mentioned last episode, there is a NPC called Paul. Paul was an unimportant guard at the manor that basically <laughs> the the group they decided to stage a coup because the guy who was ruling the town was you know. He was a bad dude. They decided to stay at a coup. Paul was an unimportant guard. And uh, they decided to drug some cookies and offer these cookies to the guards to to try to get the guards to calm down, chill out, just like be friendly. Uh, the drug that they put in the cookies was a little overly strong. However, there was one guard who was not convinced to eat the cookies. And that was Paul. Paul. Because you know. Paul was watching his weight and trying to eat a little healthier, and the other guards were like, "That's great, Paul," but the rest of us are eating cookies. You know, I just thought of an idea for the sessions that I currently DM, and I could say this because neither one of you are part of those sessions, and I don't think anyone from those sessions are listening to this podcast, so I could just speak freely. <laughs> I <laughs> Some someday I will implant some character in just randomly. The character's name will be Pam. 
<laughs> and can you just I could just picture the the characters like panic like why is this why is this character's name Pam very unoriginal but very plain but it's the DM's real name <laughs> there that must be that must have significance to it no right <laughs> right <laughs> And have them just theorize. Okay. This character is la 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 la. How does that tie into this story? I don't know. <laughs> so yeah. appa apparently this critic reviews was it has a meta score of 75. So and... yeah, the release date is the 31st of March. Yeah. But there were early release dates and it makes me wonder how much of those reviews are from those early showings and how much of those are just trolls i don't know i look at rotten tomatoes right now let's see let's see dungeons and dragons well edwin's looking that up yep the npc called peggy they, yeah like i was not intending for the for the players to stick around her house but they stuck around her house um and, uh, yeah, now the vampire is engaged to Peggy. I don't know how that happened. Just suddenly. <laughs> yep. It just happened. Yep. Just. So that's a thing now. <laughs> okay. So 2023 Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. That's what we're talking about here. 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh. Ooh. That... Guess what the 2005 one has? How... Zero. What? Ten percent. <laughs> so combined, it's a hundred percent. Exactly. Woo. That's a plus. Well, Thorough. Oh, sorry, the two thousand. The Thorough Birch was in the was in the. I don't remember Thorough Birch ever been in Dungeons and Dragons? Okay. No, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I have I have high hopes because if ninety uh, percent. That's pretty much good in my book. See if uh, you know. I'll go. I'll 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 spend the the fourteen dollars. How much a ticket is to see this? Nine percent. I, I want to watch it. Yeah. So, I actually plan on like bringing a friend that never has played the game before. Oh my gosh! Really? But I also <laughs> want. Well, I want to know their view of as a non play non D and D player what they thought of the movie. Fair. Guess it looks like looks like the bard in this movie is Chris Pine. Yeah. <laughs> Which fitting because bards are usually the storytellers. Yeah. So audience score is ninety four percent. That's encouraging. Yeah. Okay. So Edwin, if we were to go to this movie together uh -huh. <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh -huh. how long will you wait to start picking it apart from an english major perspective i will i will hold i mean i can be pleasantly surprised because i that has happened to me before i was I was pleasantly surprised in Spider-Man Into the Mul 
into the Spider-Verse. I was very pleasantly surprised with that. I was pleasantly surprised on the the Muppet movie, the new one. <laughs> right? I was pleasantly surprised. I actually like that. Because it was making fun of itself, essentially. Um, <laughs> so, I could be... Okay. I, I okay. could be... No, Edwin, I, I need a timeline. How long will you wait? If, if you find something that bothers you about the movie if you do manage to find something how long will you wait to start going wait, on about it i will wait until the next podcast after the movie okay okay i will wait until the next podcast after the movie okay. until i before i pull it apart <laughs> okay oh boy <laughs> oh boy okay you heard it here we're all witnesses two hours and 14 minute movie i mean it's better to be good because that's a lot of time yeah, it, true. <laughs> that is true. So, yeah. so, all right, Edwin. Deal with the Fae. What? What will you do for me if you do not wait? <laughs> what will I do for you? Yeah, if, if you, I if you do not wait. if you do not wait until the next podcast, what's my what what is my insurance? I have an idea. What? You owe her sushi. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say crumble cookies, but I'll do sushi too. Well, it's up to <laughs> well, now. You really. now you're gonna owe me both if you start. Oh, no. If if you start, if I like the movie and you start bad mouthing it before the next podcast. You're gonna have to buy me now both sushi and crumble cookie. What happens if I just want sushi and I'll just do it out of out of the fact that I just want to go get sushi? No, no, no. It you can we can still get sushi. It's just if 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 you start bad mouthing the movie before the next podcast, if you don't like it and I do, then you're gonna have to get me sushi and crumble okay. cookie. All right, all right. So we're gonna go watch this movie. I don't know what it, it's already come out, right? I don't know. Thirty first. It it's this. It's 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 in a couple days. Yeah. Oh, so it's this Friday. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's coming okay, out. Okay, so it's soon. Friday. Okay, so we'll try to make a plan before the next podcast to see the movie in the theaters. Hopefully, it's over at Elmo. Elmo Cat. And we'll try to get an early showing yeah. so it's not crowded, so I don't freak out because we'll go to the Alamo because people are pretty spread out there. That's true. Yeah. Alamo. Pause. Oh, sorry. Pause. Here we go. Three, two, one. So I, yeah. So uh, Alamo. We'll go to Alamo. Besides, yeah. that place is so great. <laughs> that's my favorite. That's my favorite movie theater now. By the way. Speaking <laughs> of favorite things. Yes. Food. We gotta go back to food. We gotta go back to food. But regardless of the style or type of restaurant, they all have one thing in common, and that is the serving of food. It's still fresh, but I'll take only what I need. They've gotta last. Okay, so last time we recorded, we were talking about uh, where we were gonna go for our food. Yes. We went to a place called Fumai. 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 Pam, would you like to describe Fumai? She's bringing up her notes. <laughs> a delicious, 
Well, I don't have notes. I it's oh. a delicious spa place that's located in the new Asia Mall in Eden Prairie. Yes. It's just as you walk in. It's as you walk in. It's turn, turn left. Right. Boom, you're there. Turn left past the mochi place, the mochi donut place. It's to the left. Very... To the left. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a very um, I don't know, very typical. Or fa place, would yeah. you say? Yeah, it's a it, it's a small dining area, uh, dining area. So there's yeah. really not much to really say about the place. It was good. I mean, it was it was it was modern. I mean, I wasn't. Oh, I, I, had no, I had no complaints about it. Well, Edwin, you, one of your first comments, I remember, one of your first comments was the whole ah. There are a lot of Asians here. Oh, there was a lot of Asians there. <laughs> that's, you know that's when the place it. is good. That's a good telltale yeah. sign that the place is good. If there's a lot of Asians there. Yeah. If it's an Asian restaurant that has a lot of Asians in it. If if the Big chance. If big the chance Caucasians look like tourists in a location. You question it. No, 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 no. If, 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 the, no. if there's a lot of Asians and the... The Caucasians look like tourists walking in. Oh yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that's, that's that's what you. That's another thing that you said was like. Yeah. There there were a couple of Caucasian people who walked into it, and you said they look like tourists. They do look like tourists. And then you looked at me like, Angela, you look like a tourist in here. <laughs> yeah, because it felt like <laughs> seriously, the mall the Asia Mall reminds me of being in the Philippines because the malls over there are sort of the same way, right, Pam? Actually, Pam's much, yeah. Gonna, yeah, Pam's gonna find this out in like next month. <laughs> so, <laughs> and um, uh, that's the thing. Like, you, I've been to, I've been to, I've been to like you know, like Asian malls in Asia and the, the restaurants there, and it's like just a sea of you know, f- you know, f- five to five foot four, you know. Yo, five foot five Asians, black hair everywhere, you know, that sort of thing. And where I am average height, if not tall. Where Angela, Angela, sad to say, Angela kind of looks like a ghost. (laughs) Um, And, uh, and this, what it felt like, this place kind of felt like that. It sort of like transported me back to, to like Gaisano Mall in the Philippines and mm-hmm. and the restaurants there and the you know, the the you know the Caucasian that walks into the thing because it looks look, I say he looks like a tourist because I feel like I'm in the Philippines and it's like this guy just happens to unless he actually lives in the Philippines which is a different story but yeah you know but that's what it felt like to me they they walk in there they. They don't quite match the scene, and they look really confused. Yeah, like how how do <laughs> I sit? Con- do I tip? You know, it's like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's the confused yeah. look that that completes it. Yeah. So so Famai, um, I I don't know about you guys, but the one thing that I really liked about theirs is their the table setting. Mm-hmm. It was very neat. Yeah. The, the napkin ha- had like a what was it a flower kind of embroidered in it yeah it's like a it was like a like a semi it semi formal 
it, yeah. Fold. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's so cute. It yeah. makes you feel cozy. And the server there, yeah, and the server there was very nice, very attentive. Yep. Um, I think, okay, so what did we order? Edwin and I did an old-fashioned, you know, I did meat. Old-fashioned file with like a ton of meat in mine. I think, I think you, you got had, the meat lover one. Yeah. You had the meat lovers one. I I did the house special. That one had a bunch of. You didn't want to go with for that one because it had tripe in it. Yep. I didn't feel we're, like I didn't feel like like tripe or anything like that. And Angela went was a yeah, little I, rebel. <laughs> yeah, I I was low energy. Did not realize that I was coming down with my cold, um, and yeah. I was not particularly hungry. So I got a bon meat. The bon meat was ex- was a bit bigger than I expected. Oh, but. I did finish it. Let's talk about the size. Like... Uh, uh, the regular size. Okay, so Edwin and I ordered the regular size. Yeah. That what was huge. It? <laughs> it was so, huge. It was like... It was like a... Like a... Like a serving bowl. You know? <laughs> like... I'm actually surprised that you actually finished yours. But then again, I think... I was think hungry. <laughs> that was lunch. the only meal that you had. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I was not able to finish mine. Yeah, I was really hungry. In fact, the day that before we went to Famai, I was so hungry. I went over to the, to the crunchies on the second floor <laughs> to get a thing. Cause I was just so darn hungry. Yeah. And I went up there and grabbed the crunchies, which I, by the way, is excellent. Korean, it's like Korean corn dogs, essentially. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was excellent, but that's not what we're talking about. But the thing is, is that I just remember the size was just huge. It looked like a, the regular looked like a serving bowl of soup. Like I'm supposed to dish this out in smaller bowls. I can't, I should go there and just like out of curiosity order the large because I'm <laughs> I sure it's say, like. There, there are three different sizes. There yeah. is what? A small? There's a small, a, a small. regular and a large. I yeah. didn't remember seeing that large. on the menu. Uh, their takeout uh, sizes are only regular. They only do regular size for takeout. Yeah, because probably the biggest container they have. Yeah. Is for the regular. I mean, it was like, was there, is there large like a punch bowl? You know, <laughs> it's like, it was just, I just like, wow, this is a lot. And well, I wonder, I wonder if it's possible that, you know, if it's, you order one large to split. I guess you could do that. Or to share. I guess. Or I don't know. That. I don't know if they do that. Um, I mean, it was cheap. I remember, like, what was ours? Like twelve bucks per. Um. No, I thought mine, it was. I thought it was a bit more than that. It was a bit more, at least for me. Uh, veggies cost an extra two dollars. Yeah, you had the me. veggies. Yeah, I didn't have any veggies um, in mine. But I think each of our dishes were under twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, mine. Mine was, you know, if you've, if, if you had fa before, it's exactly that. Yeah. I, I didn't think that it there was anything spectacular no. about it, but I'm not, I'm not saying that it, it's it, not good. It wasn't it bad. It wasn't spectacular, but it was like it was like, if I want to go to a fa place and expect to go and expect to eat fa, that's what I would expect to eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It's like that. It's. It's nothing, you know, it's like, it tasted like 
the other pho places I've eaten at, you know. And and if even if you did have never had pho, I mean, this is also a good place to begin. Oh yeah, I think. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Angela, how how was your sandwich? My sandwich was really good. Um, I'm not a huge fan of of cilantro, but you know the cilantro was basically falling out as it was. Um, mm. But yeah, all all bomby sandwiches have have the cilantro in it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, after some of that cilantro fell fell out, like the I found that much more tolerable than normal. But it was it was a pretty dang good sandwich. How was the bread? That's the thing. The bread of uh, the outside had had that nice little bit of crispness to it, and the mm-hmm. inside was nice and soft. It was nice and soft. It, it was nice and soft. It was it was good bread. Yeah. The one of the so, things that I always follow, the thing that, that when I take when I get a banh mi sandwich in any place, what I feel like like they just someone can't get them get it right is the bread because they're using a I don't know what it is, but it feels like it's just too dense, or there's too much mm. bread. In the banh mi, you know, and so you're eating a lot more bread, and the bread is very, like, yeah, it's it's like tough. Yeah, it's I, almost like yeah. a bagel, you know. Yeah, I I think this place might have had more fresh bread than Perhaps. a lot of places yeah. are able to get their hands on. Uh, yeah, the I I felt that yes, the the bread was slightly more dense, but it felt it felt and tasted very fresh so yeah the nice that nice uh crusty outside soft inside a a good baguette yeah yeah it it was well i think i think they used more of a roll than actual baguette but it it was good it was really good i feel like the best the best banh mi i've i've ever had was over at the french there was like this Viet French place in, in University Avenue. That was probably the best bombies I've ever tasted. It was like this, like just like hole in the wall place, and they were using like baguettes. Like we're talking like like French baguettes. Oh, so it was like crunchy, you know, but it wasn't all bread. Yeah, this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my sandwich had plenty of filling. It was not yeah. all bread. Yeah, because yeah. if it if it was all bread, I don't think I would have been able to finish it. Yeah. That's, I feel okay. like, like what I saw yours. I didn't. Remember, I didn't. I didn't taste yours or anything like that. You but, did not. But it was next time. I next time I go, I think I'll probably get that just because I'm. I'm kind of curious. Yeah. Yeah. So with all this said and done, how would Fami uh, rate on a D twenty? Um, for me, I think I'd give it a seventeen. Okay. I, I liked it. I would probably give it. I'd probably give it like a fourteen, fifteen. Like it was, it was fine. <laughs> like I'm not really, you know, I'm not. You you'd you'd like that place, but you uh, wouldn't go take a, a special trip for it. You know what it? it is? It's a good lunch place. <laughs> That's what it is. It's just, it's a good place to. If if you're close to, by, it's a good place, place to go. Yeah, it's a good place to go if you're looking but for not, a for. A, but you wouldn't make a special trip for it. I wouldn't make a special trip for it. That's you know. I'm kind of in the same boat with you, Edwin. I would give it like a 15. It's just everything about it. The it's it's your typical fa place. Yeah. There's it's the the meat was you know cooked and chewy and the noodles 
you know, were al dente or whatever. Um, they were soft, and they uh, the broth. I like the broth. I I mainly got it because it was a cold day at that day, and it really hit the spot. That was the other thing I noticed. Mm. They put the meat in the broth already when it comes out. Yeah, I'll, there are some places that'll do that just so like if if it's one that that it needs to cook before you can eat it. Some places I think put the meat into the broth while it's at its hottest right at the stove. Yeah. Just so it That yeah. was that was the first fall place I've seen that did that. The mm-hmm. other pot places that we went to there's, there's one here that's near near where we live. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. A, it's a, it's not on the soup. Like all they give you is like the broth and everything else is like on a plate. Interesting. Yeah. So I found that to be a little interesting that that they served it that way. I guess it's maybe it's safety reasons or something like that. I, I could imagine. Maybe. Some, I don't think it's necessarily that, but I I think they're probably this is speculation. They may be of the opinion that that the meat flavors the broth best or the or the meat is flavored by the broth best if the, if it's put in at its yeah. hottest before it goes yeah. out to the table. Could just, be. you know, get the flavors going together. Yeah. And maybe some people just have a tendency to not wait for the meat to cook once it goes in the broth. Yeah. That could be it. Anyways, yeah, it was a good place. I mean, again, to me, like, if I were to choose, you know, like, it's... It's near enough my, my it's near enough to my work that I could probably go there for lunch, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's a good that's a pretty good. Well, any of the places there in in Asian Mall is a pretty good lunch place, <laughs> to tell you the truth, you know. Yeah. So, but yeah, I was it was pleasantly it was I was it was good like it was it was fine, but I wouldn't like drive all the way from you know from where we lived all the way down there just to have it. Yeah, so. that's true. All right. So food-wise, what are we doing for next episode? What are we doing for next episode? Would you like to do kumain? Kumain. Another Filipino one. Well, we're getting into the Filipino <laughs> ones. We're not even... This is not even Triple H. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll do kumain. Um, this is going to be kind of interesting because kumain is a... They don't really have a restaurant restaurant. They do... But they're uh, again, they're uh, hours wonky, <laughs> wonky, wonky hours. But they do do pop ups. You kind of have they to. They do also pop ups. Yeah, yeah kind of have to like watch out their watch for their Facebook posts just to see where the heck they are. <laughs> so I had to message them to like confirm that they would be at a specific place, and they're like, "No, we're actually at this place." I'm like, "Oh, well, it's a good thing that I asked." Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, that's one downfall. That's one downfall about pop-ups. They're like, "Where is it? Is it going to be here?" Well, I don't know. So, yeah. So, so it'll be interesting if we can catch it. <laughs> so yeah. Now, listeners, just so you know, we are rebuilding our list with with all the restaurants changing yes. up. With there were a lot that closed, a lot that opened, a lot that are opening up now. Uh, we are rebuilding our list, and we will bring back the dinner check very soon very to roll. Soon. We will re- we will soon be rolling once again to see yeah. where fate takes us. Yeah, the list is long, but we need to go through it to see which ones have closed, unfortunately, and which one, you know, and then fill in new places that we want to try. But 
We have to get a list up to 100. And we'll also (laughs) um, throw in a couple of random, like, food challenges. Oh, yes. Those are fun, too. The food challenges will be making a return. Yes. So, I think that's it for today's episode. Yep. And I don't know where the heck I'm going here. And (laughs) there it is. Okay, here we go. Yeah, like Edwin was saying, thanks everybody again for listening uh, to episode uh, 74. Once again, my name is Angela. 75. Oh, 75. I did a time warp. We're all hungry, especially when we're talking about food. So hungry. Feed me. Anyway, so yeah, 75. Uh, Thanks again, everybody, for sticking around. Uh, We we are happy to have you with us. Uh, My name is Angela. You can find me on the Twitter sphere at Pleasant Doom. My name is Pam. You could also find me on Twitter at PandaCatDragon1. You can find me on Instagram also at PandaCatDragon. And you can find me on you can find me on the Insta. <laughs> the Insta, the Instagram on DIY Edwin. You no longer have your Twitter. I no longer have my Twitter, but I have been delving into the other ones like Counter Social and and there's another one that I don't remember. Yeah, anyway, we'll, we'll be popping up there soon. We're gonna pop up there and just look around. Um, so there's, I'll be, I'll be in places. Also, oh. um, if you haven't uh, done so, please uh, like and subscribe this podcast um, and tell your friends about it um, who's interested in anything nerdy, food or otherwise, and dungeons and dragons or other TTRPGs. <laughs> yes. Uh, if you would like to contact us, you can send us messages through our through our various social media, including the Legend Creators page on Facebook or DungeonDiners at gmail.com. DungeonDiners at gmail.com. You can email us there. Uh, we'll have the website back up and running soon-ish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but thanks again, everybody, for listening to Dungeons. Dinings. And... Dorks. Ah.